Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, principal at Carmichael Lynch Spong, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I am Maria Retan. I'm so glad you could join me today. We have got an action-packed show, that's for sure. Um, And like every week, you can catch Purse Strings right here, 3 o'clock Eastern, and you're going to learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. That's the woman, of course. So some interesting statistics to share with you today. Our topic is going to be kind of the anatomy of um, a major sporting event, and I'm going to tell you which sporting event in just a minute. But before that, I was doing some research earlier about just women and their participation in sports, not necessarily observing sports, but how they like to spend their time. And some of what I ran across I found to be incredibly surprising, and I think you might too. I think there shows that there could be an opportunity to connect with women through kind of their sporting passions. So, for example, did you know that women make up 25% of all anglers? Now, that would be people who fish, for those of you who don't know what an angler is. And 9% of all hunters. Now, I had no idea. Now, I used to pick up a gun and practice skeet shooting when I was younger, but I don't think I ever actually went out and killed anything. So, um, 9% of women do, though, and they apparently enjoy it. Uh, When it comes to wildlife watching, Um, they actually enjoy going out on field trips and checking out wildlife. In fact, they're kind of even with men when it comes to that. Um, When it comes to cycling, they make up a 2.7 billion market. That's a lot of bikes out there. And they make up more than 53% of all sailors. They are outnumbering men when it comes to getting out there on a lake or the ocean in a vessel. And when it comes to running, this is a huge, huge number of women that do this. It's increased by 13.6% just in five years. And they outpace, yes, outpace men by 6%. So there are more women who are running out there for fun than men. Um, Women are actually finishing marathons at a higher number as well. They are 40% of all total finishers. You go, ladies. I think that's fantastic. I can't even imagine running 26 miles. So good for you. Um, I'm more of a yoga-type person myself, and yoga is the number one growing sports of all. It grew 18% in one year to 14.7 million people who practice yoga. Everybody say with me now, um, um, don't you feel better already? I do. Um, So there's a huge, huge amount of women out there participating in athletics, and there's a wonderful opportunity to connect with them through that type of passion. Well, that leads me to the purse profile today. It's the gym bag goddess, and that's a woman who's, of course, very fitness-oriented, who sees health and wellness as a duty for herself and her family. She likes to participate in sporting events, goes to the gym, that type of thing. There's 2.1 million of those women out there, around 44 years old. They've gone to college. They work part-time. 
30% actually stay at home, uh, and they make more than $62,000 a year. Now, they're, of course, very active, adventure-seeking souls. They work out at least three times a week. Gosh, I wish I could work out three times a week. I'm lucky if I get out of bed three times a week. Um, they're interested in fashion. They love variety. They really like to try different things, but they have a very practical outlook on life. They value their time over the things that they purchase, um, and price does weigh heavy on what they end up buying. They are religious. In fact, a lot of them enjoy watching religious television programs or consider themselves to be spiritual people. Now, that could be the yoga talking, I suppose. They are ethical, like to recycle, they volunteer, and they're willing to pay more for environmentally friendly products. And, of course, like the rest of us, they indulge their kids. Imagine that. Where are they shopping? Well, you can find these women at Macy's, Herbergers, and Kohl's. They're, they're driving, you know, good old cars like Honda, Toyota, and Chevy. And when it comes to designers, Liz Claiborne, Ann Taylor, and believe it or not, Mud Jeans rank really high with these guys. Um, they're reading parenting magazines, Cosmos, Self and Fitness, as you might expect, and they're watching E! Discovery Channel and Travel Channel. Um, Entertainment Tonight, Desperate Housewives, and one of my favorites, The New Adventures of Old Christine. We all can connect with Christine there. And on the websites, they're under Cool Savings, Amazon.com, eBay, Family Fun, and iVillage. So, again, there's 2.1 million of these women out there. You're going to want to get your brand in front of them, especially if it's a brand that appeals to active women. Well, speaking of active women, I have two very active women on today's program, Kelly McGrath and Kathy O'Connor. In fact, they've been working hard for the last week. They're the Director of Sales and the Director of Public Relations for the Excel Energy Center. Now, those of you who happen to catch NBC on Sunday know that the Excel Energy Center hosted the U.S. Figure Skating Championship all week long right here in St. Paul, Minnesota. The championship culminated with the women and men's finals, and the men's finals was broadcast live on NBC on Sunday. Um, the U.S. Figure Skating Championships, I don't know if you guys are big fans or not. I am. I love to watch skating. And a lot of women enjoy watching skating. There's just a built-in audience of women. It, really, there's a myriad of ways to connect with women through this sport. And we're going to talk to Kelly and Kathy about how they did that over the past week. So stick around. More purse strings coming right after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to. Shopping. Purse strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Best of the Web, the Internet's oldest directory, EOTW.org, since 1994. Our editors scour the web, finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No and don't forget the Best of the Web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions, 25 
recurring commission on all products and services. Bloggers, make sure to check out the BOTW blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. At WebmasterRadio.fm's Podcaster's Paradise. Take your hats off and find your fun inside the Life Tips Day Spa or climb up to the Rainmaker Retreat. And when the sun comes down, talk SEO over an ice cold beer at the That's a Wrap Tavern or check out DJ Nani Vinkin putting you in a trance inside the fringe. Make your reservations to Podcaster's Paradise on demand at webmasterradio.fm Watch out for the vampires. Enter the communications coven that is webmasterradio.fm Now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Visit the webmasterradio.fm homepage for all the details. First Drinks is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back. We have a packed show today. Joining me, I've got two guests today, Kelly McGrath, Director of Sales, and Kathy O'Connor, Director of Public Relations, both with Excel Energy Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. And both of them have been working, gosh, I guess probably about three years now on marketing, publicizing, planning, and executing what's really one of the most beloved events in sporting history, and that's the U.S. Figure Skating Championships held just this past week, just wrapped up on Sunday. These ladies really deserve some rest, so I really appreciate you guys being on the program today. Welcome. Thank you. Good afternoon. Uh, it's so good us. to have you. Are you are you still exhausted? Are you still feeling the effects of, of working pretty much twenty four hours a day for the last ten days or so? <laughs> That's an understatement. I think <laughs> Kathy would probably agree. We each uh, we took yesterday off, but uh, in the event business, uh, it's it's short lived. <laughs> so we're on I know for the project is. here at the arena. I know. You guys are busy all year long, but I know that the, the U.S. figure skating event has just been a long time in the planning. And what, uh, gosh, what a way to end it, huh? I mean, it was a, it came down to a tie. That must have been really something. Yeah, it was. Uh, Kelly, I'll take this one. It was, uh, everybody in the arena gasped when it, the scores <laughs> came up on the scoreboard and, and saw they were tied. And uh, thank goodness U.S. figure skating shortly after announced that uh, Evan was the winner based on his long program. But it made for a wonderful cap on the, the end of a, a really great week here in St. Paul. Yeah, it comes down to a nail-biter. You really couldn't have asked for better, I don't think. So congratulations. I know, as I mentioned, it's been a long time in the making to try to pull something like this off. I know what something like more than 100,000 people were on hand over the entire week. What, would you say this is one of your best-attended events there at the XL? I know you have so many things. I would say the, an event of this nature was one of the first that we've had over this long of a period of time. So it's certainly... Uh, met our expectations for attendance. We've had other large events like the uh, Frozen Four, uh, the NHL All-Star Game, but this is the the longest event that we've had in our building. And you had a lot of celebrities on hand too, didn't you? I mean, I know we, you yeah. had Christy Yamaguchi and didn't was it was she was she physically in the building or was she just um broadcasting for NBC? 
Yeah, no, uh, uh, Christy came in for a couple of days, um, but so did others, excuse me, like uh, Brian Boitano and Todd Eldridge, uh, Ty Babylonia and Randy Gardner. Uh, I think figure skating is one of the only sports I've ever witnessed where their stars and legends walk amongst the crowd. They're sitting in the fans, in the, or sitting with the fans in the lower bowl, taking in the event. They, they appreciate, appreciate it just as much as they did when they were competitors. I know. It's amazing, isn't it? And they just seem so down to earth. I know Christy Yamaguchi actually has a tie to Minnesota, doesn't she? Isn't she married to a Minnesotan? I heard something yeah, about that one time. Yeah. Yeah, so she, she, she has married to Brett Hedekin, who's from oh, okay. St. Paul, and uh, they recently won a Stanley Cup, so uh, she was uh, well indoctrined into the state of hockey here. Yeah, exactly. And it certainly is hockey country in Minnesota, that's for sure. Well, let's talk a little bit about the event. Um, talk a little bit about the planning that went into it. I mean, I think you started, what, in 2005 after you learned that the U.S. Figure Skating Championships were actually coming to St. Paul. Is that correct? That's true. We got the bid uh, from U.S. Figure Skating in October of 2005. Uh, we found out in conjunction with another uh, Campbell's International figure skating event that we were hosting that month. So it was a great tie-in and a platform to announce that after that great event was here, we were going to host uh, nationals in 2008. And we really started at that point to begin the planning process. Uh, several of us went to St. Louis the following January. Uh, they hosted the 2006 U.S. Championships which was an Olympic year, so that had a different flavor to it. And then a group of us were also out in Spokane, Washington last year when they hosted the 2007 National Championships. So we used a lot of best practices to find out what other buildings before us were doing to start our planning. And I heard tell, too, that you worked with a lot of people here in the state of Minnesota as well to kind of lay some groundwork. Can you talk about that? Yeah, we sure did. The Twin City Figure Skating Association is a a 20-member organization of the, the local skating clubs here, mainly in, mainly in the cities, although they're in northern and southern Minnesota as well. And we really relied on them to get that grassroots interest. Um, our team here at the arena certainly knows how to put on an event um, in terms of the operational side and, and marketing and sales, but we needed the expertise of people who lived and breathed skating and knew how to put on a skating competition. So they were invaluable to get us just indoctrinated in, in what this event was, um, you know, why why certain things were done certain ways. If you don't know the skating world, a lot of that is can be foreign to you, and they were really um, vital to help us know what we needed to do and when we needed to do it. Oh, I can only imagine you really had to have someone who could get inside the head of someone who puts on this type of event or actually yeah, we, lives and breathes it. We learned all sorts of things. We can spell sow cow now, things like that. <laughs> I can't even say it, so I'm really know. <laughs> you can't spell it. I can tell you when they pop out of a triple toe loop or different things. It's crazy the knowledge we've learned in the last two years. Yeah, you're going to need to put that uh, put that to your benefit for later events probably yeah. if you can, right? <laughs> now, you had other big events, so you were up against. I mean, let's talk about the Vikings. We know this is Viking season, and there are a lot of passionate people that follow the Vikings, and I would imagine that you were probably kind of competing with Share of Voice with them and other things that were going on. Is that, am I correct? Yeah, there were. Um, Kelly, I'll jump in here too. Yep. I 
I, I think we, we obviously did think about that, and as Kelly mentioned, um, we were taking a look at the other events that were going on in Spokane and St. Louis and, and really thinking about this event a long ways out. So when we put our plan together, we also you know, do your SWOT analysis and you look at what your other uh, threats, so to speak, are out in the marketplace, and we really tried to work around those. Um, we know what the major sporting events are and, and sporting teams here in town, um, and we knew that in order for us to get the attention of those folks, we had to be really smart about uh, our timing uh, and when we went to them and uh, the messaging that we used. Uh, we knew figure skating fans were going to buy tickets to this event. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we knew what we need to focus on were the, the fence sitters, the ones who may be, be interested in attending this event, but really um, giving them that extra incentive to, to go over and buy a ticket and, and make them really feel like they really wanted to be there. So that kind of became the focus of our campaign for this event. Yeah, you were even hitting the ground at the state fair, I understand. <laughs> yeah, we did. So. We we wanted to do something different. Um, and, and, you know, being in PR, if you can do something that's a little left of center, you generally uh, create some buzz and, and attract some attention. And we thought, what better way to do that than put ice out in the middle of August at the state fair? And, of course, it was uh, plastic ice. It's known as Glyce. And, and we, again, uh, drew on the support that we've had from the local f- figure skating community and um, – put on skating demonstrations the entire day out in the middle of Carousel Park at the fair. Uh, We brought in some big names, and, of course, when you've got all the media um, kind of uh, having moved into the fair for a week, it was a really great platform for us to announce that this event is on its way. Yeah, and for those listeners out there who don't know much about the Minnesota State Fair, it is, if not the largest state fair in the country, one of the largest uh, state fairs in the country. So you were really exposing your message to thousands upon thousands of people from all over the state and the surrounding area. So that was pretty critical. Let's talk a little bit about your sponsors. Um, how did you get them on board, and who did you target uh, when it came to sponsoring, sponsoring this huge event for you? Uh, well, we went out with uh, sponsor packages as soon as we announced the event back in uh, 2005. So it was a lot of groundwork to look for companies that had a uh, an interest in reaching women, but more so that really wanted to be part of this huge event coming to the city of St. Paul. So we wanted to find both community and civic partners that could get behind, you know, these 1,500 athletes, coaches, judges coming from out state, plus all the fans on top of that that came into the market. So we uh, went out first with a, a platinum partnership, and we found a great partner in Wells Fargo, uh, they had done some other partnerships with U.S. figure skating um, events in different markets. They market uh, regionally for their sponsorships, and the Great Lakes region for us stepped up to be a really, really good partner. They were looking for ways to uh, leverage other things that they were doing in the market. Um, they're a, a partner of the St. Paul Winter Carnival, which is going on right now and coincided with the championships. They sponsor the Wells Fargo Winter Skate, which is an outdoor skating rink in downtown St. Paul that's open um, kind of a Rockefeller Plaza here in St. Paul that runs from Thanksgiving through the end of Winter Carnival next weekend. So we really looked for ways to leverage what they already had, and they they really wanted to own winter (laughs) this Mm -hmm. year in Minnesota with all the different properties that they had going. So it was a, a great tie with them to come on board. Do you feel like that, uh, did you get good reaction from them? Did they feel like they really did own winner in, in Minnesota? Did, were they pleased with what they got out of that sponsorship, do you think? The, they're very pleased. Um, from the different people I've talked to involved in the organization, they used um, 
the different events they had to put together a, a winter of fun booklet that they had in each of their stores, which is what they call their branches, so that their their consumer could come in and get this booklet and be able to access all sorts of things going on in the Twin Cities and Minnesota surrounding uh, winter. So it was things like the winter skate. They could skate with the Gophers, uh, with the Minnesota Gopher hockey team. They had an open skate. They had a day here with the Minnesota Wild hockey team where people could come down and watch a practice if you were a mm-hmm. Wells Fargo customer. Uh, we put in a discount in, the, in there for the figure skating event specific to Wells Fargo customers. So they did try to leverage across those brands, and they did see success of people really associating winter in Minnesota with their brand, which it's our dominant season, so it's a pretty good thing to try and get accomplished. Yeah, well, they became kind of the portal of fun, you know, (laughs) not only just all things winter, but all things fun to do and kind of unique opportunities as well that I know people don't always have a chance to participate in. So, And that's exactly what they were looking for. Yeah, unique unique opportunities. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They wanted things that were going to set them apart, but also leverage what they had already committed to. So when this this opportunity came to them. We had some great uh, brainstorming sessions of how to leverage what they already had existing and tie it into something new, and that was just a one-time event. Mm-hmm. Talk about about your target for this event. Uh, we know, we know women love figure skating. So I have to assume that a lot of the people who bought your tickets and attended this event were women, maybe women and their daughters. Can you talk about who you really focused on trying to bring in-house for ticket sales? Absolutely. We started with what I've affectionately come to call the super fans of skating. There's a core group of people that this is their annual vacation. They go every year regardless of where the event is. And um, we uh, certainly started uh, selling to them in St. Louis when we were down there um, to get that base of fans. They buy all event ticket packages. They come to everything. They come in the building for practices at 6 a.m., and they don't uh, leave until the last skater leaves the ice that night. Oh, so my we gosh, relied they're on hardcore. <laughs> they are hardcore. <laughs> so it's uh, definitely a, a super fan. And then from there we had uh, – we went, reached out to the local clubs in um, in our region, uh, pretty much a five-state area around us, where we targeted figure skating uh, clubs that would come in. The tour and travel market was a good place to also look for ticket buyers of, you know, mainly senior women that would get on a bus and come down for one or two events over the course of the championships weekend when the, the senior level skaters were here or for the exhibition that took place on Sunday night. Um, it was, like you're saying, it was women, you know, 25 to 54 uh, suburban moms that may have uh, girls in skating, but also just have an interest in doing something fun and creating a an experience and a memory with their children. Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit about that experience when we come back. We're going to need to take a quick break, and then I'm going to be back with Kelly and Kathy, both from the Excel Energy Center, playing host to the U.S. Figure Skating Championships just this past week. We're going to talk about the experience that this target audience um, kind of imbibed when they were inside the arena, and then also some bumps in the road that they encountered along the way when we return with more purse strings in just a minute. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. 
Chris and Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Are your ads managing you? Tired of click fraud and little or no ROI on your pay-per-click search ads? Take control. Reduce your cost and gain valuable traffic with effective flat fee featured listings on over 245 search engines and web directories from the ISEDN.org, the independent search engine and directory network. Now free yourself from click fraud, bidding, and hassles with low cost top 10 exposure for less than $4 a month from ISEDN. So visit ISEDN.org today and discover how easy it is maximizing your company's online revenue stream with affordable search engines and directory flat fee ad from the isedn.org a rose by any other name would still be the same Shakespeare, you need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. It's time to do your thing. Affiliate thing. Fat blogging is still in full effect. I dropped two more pounds in the last week. So ultimately, I want to get to 195. I'm at 203 right now, starting at 216. So it's heading in the right direction. I think I'll be able to hit it in time for Floyd Summit. What's going to happen if, if you make this particular goal? Is there some reward for yourself? I was thinking of going to White Castle and getting about five pounds back. <laughs> Affiliate Thing. Dig it. I broadcast Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Get out your spray paint and put your graffiti on our wall. Get all the details on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Week after week. Strings is back with the inside track on today's woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back. Joining me today, Kelly McGrath and Kathy O'Connor from the Excel Energy Center, which just hosted the U.S. Figure Skating Championships in St. Paul, Minnesota. And we've been talking about marketing such a huge event. How do you plan for such a huge event? How do you attract the target to come in and buy those tickets and fill those seats? And ladies, I was just curious about um, kind of the experience that these women, their daughters, and, and other really passionate figure skating people had when they came into your arena, which is so beautiful. But what kind of experience would you say that they had from the time they arrived to the time that they left and how the kind of marketing messages that they may have been open to? Uh, Kath, I can start, and then you can sure jump in. Uh, we pride ourselves as a building on fan experience. And so first and foremost, when people walk in, we have a clean, welcoming, friendly building. We had prep meetings with all of our staff, 
So they knew this event inside and out, and they knew the demands that would be asked of them of of any fan coming in the building since this was a unique event for us. So first and foremost, we really made sure all of our people that would touch a fan knew about the event and how to best care for them. Again, we really pride ourselves in overall fan experience. We branded the building uh, for the event. Uh, We had uh, a huge banner on the side of our building, a 40-by-60-foot banner that we unveiled uh, earlier in the year that really let St. Paul know this is a big event that's coming to town. It was like a billboard on the side of the building. We branded with uh, signage and window clings on the building, pole banners throughout the city to really tie in and let everyone know coming through this is a big deal coming to St. Paul. So we did that in advance and then the week of the event as well. Uh, We put sponsor uh, logos on all of those different elements so that they would get additional exposure as a local partner on the event. Um, My view, I obviously wasn't a fan, but in talking to a lot of the people that were here, they were very, very pleased with the event. Uh, They felt well taken care of. They felt like they saw some great skating, (laughs) which, of course, they did. Um, They really felt like uh, they were invested in and that people took care of the little things that they needed to make the event um, a success. For one of the first times, we had an in-arena MC. U.S. Figure Skating hasn't done that in the past. We hired a local uh, gentleman that we work with quite a bit, and he uh, did a lot of our sponsor activation in arena. So we would have a row of the day where, um, you know, somebody won a uh, Buffalo Wild Wings that row, and they got to see themselves on the big screen. We had a health partner's stretch to get people up out of their seats and moving and into some fun music. So very different things for a figure skating championship than have typically been done, but we looked for ways to tie our sponsors back to the overall experience of the event. Sounds like it went really, really well. But as we all know, because we do many, many events, don't we, (laughs) that there's always going to be some bumps. So I have the question of what kind of bumps did you experience this past week? And could you could you really plan for them? I'm just curious. What do you think? Are you telling me? (laughs) You know, I know Kelly and I uh, we were we're going over everything, and surprisingly, I guess because you're right. Whenever you have a live event, there just always seems to be something you don't anticipate. And I would say because we had the opportunity to scout these events for two years prior and play out many scenarios and conduct a few events um, leading up to this, um, we really had a successful week. Um, I think any of the bumps along the way I would consider to be very, very, very minor, um, so much so that they don't even stick out at this point Mm -hmm. um, outside of maybe needing a more comfortable pair of shoes. (laughs) Right. Well, and I know it was frigidly cold, too, Mm -hmm. um, in St. Paul, wasn't it? So I don't know if the weather played a role at all or not. Um, I'm sure people were probably happy to be inside the XL (laughs) Energy Mm -hmm. Center, that's for sure. Yeah, it played a, a small role earlier in the week. It was it was pretty bitter here, uh, below what our average. But we had a shuttle system already in place, uh, so that fans and competitors would be dropped off right at our doorsteps uh, from their hotel back to us. So they really didn't have to go outside too much. We had planned and worked in advance with the city to make sure that the Skyway system that we have, which is kind of a human habit trail, was open so that people could get from point A to point B without having to go outside. Since it does draw from across the you know country, across the, the world, that we had international visitors as well, we wanted to make sure that no one was uh, you know trapped outside in the, in the cold. <laughs> 
Well, and I know the press coverage was very positive, and you generated a lot of it, both pre-event, during the event night, and now I'm sure post-event. Can you talk just, just a little bit in the last minute or so that we have less about your success with media relations for this event? Sure. Um, it follows the same um, pattern as, as we have for any of the, the other elements of the event. Um, we started our plan a couple of years out, um, identifying the, our media targets, our audience, and what kinds of things we wanted to execute along the way. Um, we really made uh, an effort to keep this uh, at the forefront of, of folks' minds. So that's why we did events like the State Fair. And 100 days out, we did 100 spins with figure skaters. What we came to find are people are enthralled with watching live skating in person. It doesn't matter if it's Michelle Kwan or if it's a local figure skater from Burnsville. When you see someone do a spin or a jump um, at that level in right in front of you, you can't help but want to see more. And we really tried to build on that as we got closer. We had nine uh, local kids who were had qualified for the championships, and we were able to tell their stories. They were so cooperative. So that really helped us uh, build some excitement as the championships drew near. And then once all the big stars were in town, um, it was really fun. Lots of, of media were very interested in talking with them. So um, we kind of had a snowball effect that, that really started back in late summer. Mm -hmm. All that hard work really paid off, didn't it? Well, congratulations again on a hugely successful event. And um, I really appreciate you coming on today. Just two days after, you know, you, you probably just wanted to take a break and never talk about it again. So, <laughs> <laughs> so thanks so much. Now we can't help, about, can't help but talk about it. <laughs> I know. You want to celebrate your success. So thank you so much for being on today. And I want to remind everyone, to check out NBC this coming Saturday, February 2nd from 4 to 6 Eastern Time. It's the Exhibition of Champions, which I believe, ladies, that was taped last week at the Excel Center. Am I correct? Correct. It was uh, yeah. Sunday night. Fabulous. Okay. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. And join us next week on Purse Strings at 3 o'clock Eastern when I'll be speaking with Martha Rogers of Peppers and Rogers Group. She's the author of a new book called Rules to Break and Laws to Follow. It's her eighth business book with Don Peppers. This fascinating book has already been named to the Microsoft Executive Leadership Series, and I'm going to tell you why next week. So join us, Purse Strings, 3 o'clock next Tuesday. Have a great day, and we'll see you then.